Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Let me tell you something. I will tell you what, we have been off to a start. I cannot thank each and every one of you enough for downloading the episodes, for subscribing. We got to number one the first week. I mean, that's unheard of. And it's all in thanks to each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of my mother's heart, because, you know, she was wondering there for a while. She was like, Heather, I don't know. You've been in my basement for a really long time and it's time for you to graduate and elevate yourself to, um, you know, maybe the garage. So that's where we're at. We're at the garage, but we're taking it all the way to the top. Just so y'all know, when I went in to pitch this podcast to different networks, I told everyone, I want to be the female Joe Rogan. I want to be able to interview and discuss things with all types of people and first all to find common ground. Also like a really, like I've said before, safe space to bitch and moan and have a giggle. But the fact that we beat Joe Rogan on the first week is, I mean, this is like a slow golf clap to each and every one of you. We did it, babies, fresh out of the gate. So, I mean, not that I'm counting or paying attention to the numbers, but as far as the numbers are concerned, we're thriving. We'll see ya. Anywho, um, so I've listened back to the episodes. I'm engaged. I promise I'll slow down. I'll take a beat. You know, it's funny. I had a woman named friggin' Leslie O'Toole slid in my DMs. She said, I don't know if they sped up your voice, but you sound like you're on fucking crystal meth. And I said, thanks, Miss O'Toole. Thanks for your notes. But you know, I got a lot to say and I just want to get it out there. So (laughs) always love the positive feedback. If this is your uh, first time tuning into the Absolutely Not Podcast, just so you know, you can call into the hotline. This is a safe space. If you've seen something out in the world, if you've observed something that you want to break down, this is the place to do it. You can call in. You can leave us with an absolutely not, an absolutely yes. I will answer your calls as they come in. And we're just going to really and truly break down life. I want to know where you're at day to day, hour by hour, minute by minute, And I'm going to tell you what I've been saying out in the world, because there's a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of things that we need to fix. So I'm on it. 
Okay, just give me a friggin' second to get this ball rolling. So I guess I should just jump into my absolutely nots for the week. As you all know, I know you followed my journey, my move to New York. What a fucking shit show, a roller coaster of emotions. I'm at Six Flags Magic Mountain with my prescription of Xanax and Adderall right now. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's like I play pill roulette. I open my bedside drawer. I don't know whether I'm taking an upper or a downer because I don't know which way my day's going to go in this city. As most of y'all saw on Instagram, I have these. I don't know if you could even describe them as squirrels. I don't know if they're rat-squirrel hybrids, a new marsupial that we haven't even discovered, but they're pretty much dark squirrels with these ombre-like tails, and they sit outside the bushes and they look at me dead in my eyes. I had one, I swear to God, his name was Ronnie. I was trying to walk to Trader Joe's. He looked me dead in my eyes, pulled my soul, actually went into my body, pulled my soul out, and then threw it on 2nd Avenue. And he looked at me and he laughed slowly. He said, (laughs) and just pulled out a long cigarette and said, do you think you're going to make it in this city, kid? And then just lit the cigarette. And got, went down in the subway. And I said, what the fuck just happened? Did anybody else see this? So that's where I'm at. My day-to-day is just a roller coaster because I'm having to dodge squirrel rats. You know, I've got crazy fucking neighbors. I don't know what is going on in our elevator. We live in a cool building. You know, it's older. It's got an older crowd. I'm sure some people are rent-stabilized, if you will. But there is an odor that is in our elevator that I truly cannot describe. And listen, when you're in New York City, of course, there's a lot of people can find places. You're going to get different smells. But this is a smell that truly, once it hits you in the face, your eyebrows peel back to the back of the, the nape of your neck. Do you know what I'm saying? It's alarming. It's wild. So I thought about taking some Febreze, maybe some, you know, leaving some pine salt. Something has to be done to our elevator. I don't know. Do I call my landlord? Do I call the head of buildings? Do I call de Blasio? Because, you know, he's got nothing to do. It's so funny. I made a joke. I made a joke on Instagram about de Blasio because he literally is like a terrible mayor. It doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. You ask any New Yorker, they're like, oh, fuck de Blasio. It's like an inside joke almost. You know how everyone says like, thanks, Obama. Well, that's kind of how everyone feels about de Blasio, except they actually mean it. So I put something up on Instagram about the trash and this woman was irate. She's like, what does de Blasio have to do with it? Oh, I see you're getting politically woke. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just literally saying the streets are filthy. The subway has no air conditioning. Yeah, de Blasio, figure it out, sir. (laughs) Oh, God. Absolutely not to this city. I did New York years ago. Okay. So just so y'all know, I'm not bright eyed, bushy tailed. It's not like move into the city with a hope and a dream. No, I did this. The thing is when you're in your early twenties and you do New York, it's fun. You know, you never sleep. You're out partying till 4am. Now in my thirties, I like my creature comforts. I like to get up, have my same coffee and croissant in the morning. I like to be cool, go from my air conditioned home into an air conditioned car. Now 
I'm a little old school. I like to take yellow cabs. I kind of feel a little Mary Tyler Moore every time I get in one. We're gonna make it after all. You know, that's the vibe. That's the song I hear in my mind. However, in the summer in New York, none of the cabs are air conditioned. So you're forced to take Uber, Lyft, via rideshare, whatever. Hop on the back of a horse, work your way up Fifth Avenue. Just don't get in a yellow cab because if you do, they're so cheap, they're not going to put the air conditioning on. And guess what? You're going to fucking fry. I don't care if you're a cool natured person. You know what I never understood? People who run cold. You know what I mean? Like my mom and my sister are both those people. They never sweat. They always have a sweater. From the moment I get out of bed, my sheets are usually moist. That's a personal problem. I'm seeing a doctor about it. I don't want to talk about it. Jeff's a moist guy. You know, my fiance, Jeff, if you don't know him, he's a real person. Sometimes people wonder if he's real. Yes, he's real. Leslie O'Toole. I'm not making it up. (sighs) He's wet. I'm wet. Not for sexual reasons, simply because, you know, we're hot. I get up. I got to take a cold shower and I take a shower at night. I don't understand people who get in bed dirty. Let's just break that down. That's an absolute not. I mean, New York's pissing me off, but people... I get if you need to take a morning shower to wake up, respect that. But if you don't take a night shower to cool down and to cleanse yourself before you get in your clean sheets, you're an animal. You're, you're just as good as those fucking rat squirrel combos that are lurking in my bushes. Okay. Oh God. Sorry. That was a very heavy breath. Here's the thing too. I've lost my Southern accent. I've been up here three weeks and I'm already saying things like almonds. Okay. It's almonds. At home, they're almonds. I said almonds. I literally went to La Colombe. You know, it's my favorite coffee. And they had the best freaking almond croissants. And I said, can I get an almond croissant? I even was embarrassed for me. Do you know what I'm saying? And the girl behind me, I don't care if she recognized me, if she knew me, or if she could just feel the energy that she knew, that I knew, that we both knew that what came out of my mouth was wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? So that was that. I've, I keep saying things like fairy. Okay, let's talk about the fairy. I had to go to Ikea on Saturday with Jeff. First of all, we've gotten divorced six times since I moved in. We've been long distance for mm, seven out of eight years. Yeah, I said it. Long distance worked for us. You know, he's gone. I'm gone. When we see each other, we have great sex. And then I get to send his ass home and like not deal with him. But because we're now cohabitating, like I know him as a person. But I never realized how like clean and OCD he is. I'm a very clean person, hygienic through and through. But you know, I like a sock on the floor. I'll get to my laundry every Tuesday, Thursday. I'm not doing it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? There's a little quirk. There's a couple quirks that Jeff has just really been, you know, boiling my buttons. That's not a phrase, but I just made it one. Leslie O'Toole. So anyways... We have to get some odds and ends. We go to Ikea, but in order to get to Ikea, you have to get on a ferry. So we take a ferry out to Red Hook. I'm sweating. I'm miserable. Of course, Jeff made us take the subway, which I hate the subway because in the summer, especially the Union Square stop, there's like no air conditioning. So we're melting. I am already, I I already need to go to the hospital by the time we get to the ferry. And then once I get on the ferry and then have to walk into Ikea, I'm done. I'm asphyxiated. Blood pressure's through the roof. I've got a brewing UTI that's now a full UTI. I would rather have my kidney removed every Tuesday than have one UTI. And if you've ever suffered from UTIs, you understand what I'm saying. 
When it starts to come on, you literally just get in the fetal position, hold your rosary bead or whatever you're into. Mine's really a bag of Cheetos. You breathe into it and you just say, somebody get me some AZO pills. I'm not going to be okay. So I want you to picture this. It's Saturday. It's 95 degrees, 110% humidity. I'm on my way to Ikea, brewing UTI. Jeff is being annoying as hell. Just, you know, bitching about what we, what we have on the list. Da, 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 da. He's gotten a little bossy. Like I'm the boss man, but then he's like, well, I got a list. I got a plan. I'm like, no, 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 no. First and foremost, he may be an engineer in construction, like knows how to build things. He's great at that, but never look a woman dead in her eyes and tell her you're going to tell her how to walk through Ikea. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I know my way around that store as if it were, Banana Republic during sweater season. And I need a cool, crisp Italian Murano cashmere sweater. Do you know what I'm saying? So anyways, we're going through, he's getting impatient. We have all these really cool pieces of art, not obviously my mom's art, but pictures that I want to frame. I gave him one job. I gave him one fucking job. Jeff, get the dimensions. I don't know if he doesn't know how to use a tape measure. I don't know if he was drunk when he did it. When we get there, I I take out the list. Not a single frame in that fucking store was on our list. Have you ever heard of an 18 by 47.13? No, I haven't either. That's what Jeff put down. So I get to Ikea. I'm looking through the frames and I know that we have like an eight by 10. I can just know, you know, you just visualize it. You're like, this is an eight by 10. Oh, don't worry. He said, no, Heather, it's a 15.17 by 30XYZ. So I have a full-blown meltdown and this sweet lady from Pennsylvania who follows the show sees me in the corner, comes up, asks for a picture. I apologize. We didn't get the picture because I got distracted, but we did chat for a while. Lovely to meet you. So she sees me melting down in the corner and I'm like, I just need help with the frames. Like, how did he not just figure out it was an eight by 10? So what do I do? I make the executive decision. I get three eight by 10s. What do you know? We get home. They all fit. Oh God. It's a lot. What else sucks about New York? Just everything is a pain in the ass. Schlepping. Schlepping is a Yiddish word for just carrying too much shit to faraway places, basically. It's like every day's the Oregon Trail. If I don't have the right snacks, the right hydration sticks, accoutrements, band-aids, chafing stick, deodorant, personal fan, you know, bird seed just to get the birds away, then I'm not going to make it from point A to point B every day swear to God. I'm not even being dramatic. And here's the thing, you know, New York's filled with a lot of stores. It's great. You know, there's a lot of great shopping, if you will. But once you get into the stores, there's nothing in them. I went to TJ Maxx to get some hangers. Warzone literally thought I was in Aleppo. Hate to make a Syria reference, but truly it was a war zone. People were screaming, shoes everywhere. I just was like, I just need a couple bath towels and some hangers. Shit show. You go to Home Goods which I, home goods can do no wrong. I love home goods, but my God, there's nothing in the stores. It's all a mirage. I went to the Nike store because I needed new sneakers and I think I'm done with Nike. I'm going to be honest with you. The shoes are too narrow. They hurt my feet. I have been wearing these one pair of Nikes. I should have gotten a size 11. I got a 10 and a half. I'm not even kidding you. I'm in them 30 minutes. My feet go numb. Literally, I have lost feeling in my toes walking around New York. I went to the Nike store. The guy who is supposed to be making a commission, he is supposed to be selling me 
a pair of sneakers. I go in there, I say, listen, I do a lot of dance cardio. I'm running around. I need something with some good cushion. We try on three pairs, all cut off circulation. He looked me dead in my eyes and said, honestly, I don't think this store is for you. (laughs) What? I said, Mike, are you kidding me? He's like, honestly, we have nothing for you here. I was like pretty womaned at a sneaker store. He's like, you got wide feet, A to B, between you and me, you've got wide feet and we just don't have the right product. You're gonna have to go online. And I've realized my entire life, this is a bigger metaphor, right? The metaphor of my life is go online. When I, oh, wow, wow, I just had a deep thought. When I couldn't get in a casting office, they kept closing the door. What did I do? I went online. When I can't schlep 16 bags home from Trader Joe's, what do I do? I go online and I order them. When I can't find the right hangers at TJ Maxx, where do I go? Amazon.com, Prime Day. So I've realized the only way to live in New York, work smarter, not harder, order everything for delivery. I don't care if it's one chiclet piece of gum. If you're like, I need one piece of Trident, order that shit for delivery. You know, it'll cost you $57.94, but it's worth it. Because by the time you put on your makeup, sweat through the subway, chafe all of your body parts, get 75 blisters, then get to said CVS with the CVS has flooded. I also, side note, whoever owns run CVS, go ahead and remove the carpet out of every single one of your stores, specifically Manhattan related. But if you've got to go to like Topanga and remove the carpet, I don't know why there's carpet in any of these stores. Do you know how many times people have, you know, had a loose stool in a CVS, the stomach virus. I'm sure the, the carpets are just riddled with Zika. My, my CVS around the corner is at the corner of rape and regret. It is sad. It is dusty. There is nothing on the shelves. Oh God. It's just, everyone looks downtrodden. My buddy Chris the other day said, we were on the train, we we're on the L train, which is just a shit show in the first place. Okay, here's another thing. They were going to shut down the L train. Now, if you know anything about New York, the L train gets you all the way from the west side of Manhattan to the east side and then through to Brooklyn. So if you live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, you need the L train. I was on the L train going across town and about a year ago, they announced that they were going to shut down the L train for major renovations. Then de Blasio, that fucker said, Hey, we're not going to shut it down. We're going to keep it running. But in my mind, I'm like, it has all this damage because of hurricane Sandy. Clearly they needed to shut it down for a major reason. And now we're just going to ride it willy nilly. Like nothing happened. Oh yeah. Cause that seems safe. Absolutely not. And then every other day, there's caution tape over the L. Like, it's not running. Forget it. Hold on for dear life. Jeff told me that it's a, asbestos is what's really bad. He said that they're going to continue to fix it while the trains are running. But then he won't let me ride it. He's like, don't go on there from like two to three because that's when asbestos is at its top. I'm not trying to get mesotheliomia from the L train, de Blasio. I'll meet you in Madison Square Park and we can tussle about it, but I'm not doing this shit. It's like your quality of life in New York is just a downgrade. It's fun when you're in your 20s, but in your 30s, I want to stay cool. I want a nice orthotic shoe. I want a cool towel on my neck. When my blood sugar drops and then I go into juice generation and try and get a juice and it's $14.75 for a small, I'm done. You know where I'd like to live? Maybe West Palm. And I talk a lot of shit on Florida. 
But right now, it's looking pretty good. My absolute yes, I'll do two things for New York. Positives, because I don't want to be a total bitch. One, pizza. Yeah, it's good. I'll take it. Two, you got La Colombes everywhere. I would love if La Colombe wanted to sponsor this podcast. The draft lattes are to die for delicious. So those are my two positives. And three, I guess Jeff's got a cute face. So we're living with him. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, if y'all saw also that my eyes are just falling out of my head. I don't know what's going on. Honestly, I don't know if it, I thought it was conjunctivitis that I got from this hoe named Nicole. She's a hoe. She knows she's a hoe. It's cool. We like, you know, she called me bitch. I called her hoe. It was like a vibe Um, from the wellness retreat. And now I don't know what it is. I think I'm allergic to my apartment. I'm allergic to the air. I'm allergic to the bullshit. I don't know what it is, but every day I've woken up and I kind of look like a white walker because my eyes are just like bloodshot, but then my skin is turning translucent because I refuse to go outside in the sun because it's too hot in the city. I need a day at the spa. If you have any uh, suggestions, slide my DMs and let me know where and when I should get pampered. That's my absolutely not right now. I promise we're going to, you know, we're going to bring it around. It's going to be great. I'm going to thrive. But the funny thing is the moment when you think New York has just really got you by the balls and you're done, some like things will happen. People just get shit done. It's wild. You ask people in LA, Hey, you guys want to go to lunch? Yeah. And let me see what's on my schedule in like three months. And then they'll never call you. It's an LA invite. But in New York, people are like, yeah, you ready to go? Let's go. Let's go to the Olive Garden. You want to go to Olive Garden? It's in fucking Times Square. You want to go? Two for one breadsticks? All right, let's go. And you're like, fuck it. Okay. Yeah, sure. I like that. I like an aggressive lunch. I'll tell you what, I eat lunch by myself all the time. I never understood people who didn't feel comfortable going in and eating in a restaurant alone. However, I will tell you this. It is a psychopath move if you go into a restaurant alone and you sit at a table. Unless, you know, you got a big computer, whatever. If you're going into a restaurant alone, especially at lunch, and they've got a great bar, you have to sit at the bar. That way you have some sense of community. To me, a bar is just a communal table. You make eye contact with the bartender. You know, you have a nice rapport, maybe a witty joke, a little banter back and forth. But if you're going to a restaurant, middle of the day, and you sit at a table by yourself, don't come to my wedding. Because, you know, that's how it starts. You sit by yourself at a table, and then the next thing you know, you're skinning cats somewhere in Queens, selling them on the internet as, you know, tchotchkes. And I'm not about that life, Leslie O'Toole. What a bitch. Don't go looking for her because she has one of those Instagram names where it doesn't actually like, you know, it's like Superwoman 79153. So, but what, you know, come on. Anywho, all right, we're going to, we're going to pull this back in. I, again, cannot thank you all enough for tuning into the podcast. I love and adore each and every one of you. And we are figuring it out. As I learn to interview people, I'm working out the kinks. Thank you for bearing with me. I think we're doing a pretty damn good job in the meantime, but I can always take the notes and I'm always trying to learn for myself. So thank you for letting me rant today. Now, I think we should get into some of these calls. Again, if this is your first time listening, we have the absolutely not line and you can call in. You can leave us your absolutely nots, your absolutely yeses. You clearly heard my rant of the day, but let's get to um, a couple of the calls now. Here we go. Honestly, everyone, I get so tickled pink when... I get your voicemails. It's so much fun because, damn, we are going through it. But more importantly, my mom, whenever I'm working and she doesn't get my full attention, she becomes so salty, such a pain in my ass. Let me tell you what 
right now. She texted me today and was like, I don't know who you think you are right now, but LA is turning you into a brat. And I said, excuse me? Because I put up this thing on Instagram where I was talking about how cute I was. Clearly, if anybody read the caption, I was being sarcastic. But my mom's just in a salty mood. So I think we're going to call her right now because she's in Atlanta. And let's just see if she answers because I have a lot of questions for her. Robin McMahon. Yeah. Is your daughter, Heather, I just have to let you know you're on the Absolutely Not Podcast. <laughs> I'm calling. Really? Yeah, I'm calling you. Where are you? What are you doing? I am at Sprouts. Shout out I to Sprouts. I am at Sprouts because I'm cooking tomorrow for Annie. And I, can you hear all these kids screaming? Yeah, a little asshole. You, tell, you, you put the phone away and say, absolutely not, shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, this, the kid needs to be home and take a nap. Okay, okay. Well, you do definitely mom shame and do some of that side parenting. Okay, mom, we have to talk about something because you've really been sending me salty text messages. Why every time I come to LA, you think I turn into a brat and you're like not into it? I don't, because you sounded like a valley girl and it was <laughs> like, I'm absolutely so beautiful. Well, we know you are. But come on, give me a break, Heather. I was being sarcastic, Mom. All right, okay. Well, I didn't know you were, and I thought, oh, my God, she's out there for three days, and she's turning out to be a ding-dong. No. No, no see, ding-dongs on my watch. Okay, well, good. Well, what are you doing? What are you cooking? For tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to have Angela film it, because... And then I'm going to leave it up because your fans want to know how to make it. But I'm going to make that chicken with the um, the mustard. Oh, you just reminded me. I need something. <laughs> with the mustard and the right. creme fraiche. Oh, you know. See, Robin's specialty is she just puts creme fraiche on everything. So I'm really here for it. Okay, Mom, I just want to make sure that you and I were in a good place because you weren't even responding to my text messages like, love you, Mommy. And you just go, I'm glad. And I really feel <laughs> like that's, that's I bitchy. I was just busting your chops. Hey, that was busting your chops. And now that you're going to be going to New York, I'm going to have to go up there and visit all the time. Do you want us to get a two-bedroom? Yeah. You'll be back. Okay. Well, I'm going to call Jeff next and tell him that we have to get a two-bedroom because it's not fair to you. Yeah. Yeah, really. Okay. I love you. you Get one of those beanbag things that opens up to a bed. Okay. I'll see if they can sponsor the show, Mom. Yeah, that sounds great. Oh, you got another package today, Heather. You got two boxes of makeup. <laughs> Mom, what do you always okay. say when we don't get a package at the house? You're like, you're not doing your yes. job right. It's like, what's going on? How come we didn't get presents? Because I love it. It's like Christmas for me. Exactly. Well, I'm yes. glad it's all about you, Mom. So, all right, love and light. Let me know you got home from Sprout safely. I will. Ciao. Give everyone a hug and a kiss. All right, Bye-bye. love you. Bye. <laughs> She really is an icon, but she sent me a text today that was like, Heather, your Instagram, no, let me do it in Robin voice. Heather, your last Instagram talking about how cute you are. I know you're trying to be funny, but you sound like a fucking ding dong from LA. An airhead, please do something else. (laughs) I said, mom, did you read the caption? I split my pants. It's funny. She's like, okay, well, I didn't read the caption. You know, I usually just, she and my sister both don't absorb. Zero research. Do zero research. And my sister will actually tell me said, Ashley, did you see that thing? Like people will be out and people will come up like, oh my God, Heather, I loved what happened to you in Costco or whatever. Now she's like, dear in headlights, I said, you don't, you want to be on my team and you want to suckle on the teat of the McMahon empire that I'm building, but you can't even, she like flips through the, the stories. 
She's like, I just know you and I find you really fucking annoying. And I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, but you want to live in my pool house in Bel Air? Kiss my ass a little bit. But she's an Aquarius and Aquariuses cannot do that. And then later she'll get drunk and be like, I love you and I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, wow, is that the dirty martini talking or is it real? And then I try and hug her and she recoils. So it is, that's our relationship and I love her. Hey, Heather, I was just wondering what your opinions are on infinity tattoos and the small anchor tattoos and, you know, any of those other super trendy kind of tattoos that people are getting these days. Okay. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Bye. Great. All right. Tattoos. Here's the thing. Personally, for me, it's an absolutely not. When my dad was dying, I looked over at him like, you know, dad, I'm going to get a tattoo for you. And he looked me dead in my eyes and said, Heather, don't be a goddamn jackass. So for me, I don't have any, but simply because like, I'm not really connected to anything. And then when he when he had finally passed, so he told me don't be a jackass. And then my best friend Anne Marie and I were gonna go get matching tattoos because both of our dads had passed. And my father was like a father to her and her dad, vice versa. And we got there and, and we were we just couldn't pull the trigger. Now she ended up getting a tattoo with her 85-year-old aunt. And they got two matching tattoos in Denver for her dad, which is like wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her aunt's a badass. Um, but you know. I mean, Michelle, you have ink and you look fantastic with it. Thank you. I mean, it's cool. My mom's an artist, so my mom really like respects ink, but she's also old school where it's like, don't put anything in your body. I, honestly, guys, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I'm not cool enough to pull it off. If I had a little bit more street cred and it also I'm riddled with eczema. So I just need you to know, it's hard for me to really pick a place on my body that I don't, you know, I don't know where I'm going to have a flare up. Sometimes it's in the same spot. Sometimes it's, you know in a new spot. And that's just a gamble on the price I have to pay with my life. So for me personally, a tattoo doesn't really work because it could have a rash around it. But if you're into the tattoos, go for it. I mean, what is a super trendy tattoo? Michelle, what are the kids getting these days? Oh, the kids are getting a lot of stupid shit these days. Um, I will say the anchors and the infinities is very popular with the ladies. I was a Delta Gamma in college. So are I do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Anchor I, up. I rushed Delta Gamma, but I did not pull the trigger. It's Not okay. A sorority girl. You know, and I went to the University of Mississippi. I was Ooh. like, which is major. I think it's like 80% of the school does You were life. deep in that shit. I was, but it is so funny. Outside people looking in were like, was it a cult? I'm like, no, we just partied and like did philanthropy work yeah. and had a really great time. No, my sister was like president of hers and she yeah. loved it. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I was an officer. I was in charge of bid day and then like the new member educator. So when we got the new pledges, I was supposed to tell them about things. But then me and this other girl, Jamie Nash, got in a fight because Jamie is like, you don't do enough. And I was like, Jamie, can we just like have a margarita? Like you need to chill. These girls don't really care. Um, and then- so a big thing with Delta Gamma is you have the anchor. Like we have a giant anchor in the front of our house. And um, I was in charge of bid day and I had everybody get these sailor hats. And we're the home chapter at the University of Mississippi. And one of our old alumni, this like 90 year old lady was like, take off those damn sailor hats. Y'all all look like a bunch of horses asses. And I cried. I was like, I'm just, because every other chapter wears the sailor hat. But because we were the home chapter, we had to be like, oh, gee. So we weren't allowed to wear it. Anyways, long story short, I was just really fucking upset. That woman also told me she thought I was a lesbian, which wow. honestly, yeah, she just. She had a lot of opinions. Oh, old and crazy. She was like, are you a lesbian? I was like, <laughs> honestly, haven't hooked up with a single sister yet. And, you know, really, I've never been with a woman. It's just I don't think it's everything I've anything I've been really drawn to. But plenty of sisters and friends who are. And I think that's great. But everyone asks, like, did you have, like, 
a bisexual interest. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I really like the D. I, you know, when you find good D, it's great. Um, so I did it. But you know what? When it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. Oh, when it's bad, it's just like, oh, no, absolutely not. Um, but I don't know why I was, I don't, I don't need to throw my sorority sisters under the bus. But no, I don't, I don't okay, whatever. What the fuck am I talking about? We got about? off track there, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> we did. Heather, it's Mary Frances. Listen, what I need to know is, okay, what the hell kind of makeup do you wear? I've messaged you about this. You said you would tell me what it is. Um, I follow you on Instagram. I'm a taker. I'm okay. a total taker on social media. I don't give. I don't put my life out there like you do, which I wish I would do that, but I don't. I just take. I, I swipe up. I follow the links. I buy the shit, and I try the shit that people tell me to try, and I spend way too much money based on people I've never met endorsing products, and I love it. Oh, I bought the Mega Babe, and I love it. The bust stuff. Oh, it's the best ever, yeah. What I really need to know is what the hell kind of makeup do you wear because I'm watching you right now. I got it, I got it. All right, Mary Frances, let's have a real conversation. What kind of makeup do I wear? Bare Minerals on the face, Bare Mineral Pro or the regular. I use the Shape Tape. I don't even know what color because, you know, it doesn't matter. You got to find the color for you. Shape Tape under the eyes. I use the Well-Rested Powder Concealer to set my under eye makeup, which is from Bare Minerals. Then I use Hoola by Benefit. It's a bronzer. It's got a nice kind of gray undertone. I know my colors. Listen, if you don't know your colors... You can do a small test online. You need to find out what your season is. Either you're a winter, a spring, a summer, or a fall. Honestly, I look good in all colors, but when it comes to makeup, you need to figure out what looks good on you. So that way it'll tell you whether you need things with peachy undertones or yellow undertones or, you know, whatever. If you have a little bit of green in your skin, whatever the tone is, you need to figure that out, and that's how you can figure out your right shade. But I particularly love Benefit Hoola Bronzer because it just has a touch of gray underneath, so it doesn't make me too orangey. Blush, um, I kind of mix it through a bunch of things. I love Bare Minerals. I love NARS Orgasm. Like that's a staple. I don't wear really any eye makeup. I just wear bronzer on my eyes because I have really kind of small eyes. So I enjoy keeping it fresh and I have eyelash extensions and I swear to God, you're going to put me in the grave. And if I don't have extensions on, I'll kill you. It just makes such a difference. A little bit of mascara at the bottom. I like Maybelline and what did I forget? And I use NARS Lips Everything and Dior Lips Everything. Dior also makes really great eye pads palettes because they are super concentrated. Oh, also I never put on eyeshadow. If I do like a gold, I'll do like a gold bronzy eye, but I always wet the brush because that way it stays way more pigmented. When I see people not wetting the brush, it's like a light dusting. And you and I both know if you're going to Hakkasan in Vegas and you want to have a moment, you need to have a wet brush. So that's what I do. That's it. Heather, it's Brian, one of your IG, OG IG followers. Yes. I'm so happy you're doing the podcast. Listen, as long as I've been following you, you have always said absolutely not to flip-flops in the airport. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. I totally agree. What other absolutely nots for the airport uh, can you tell your viewers? Because I think people just don't understand how to dress for the airport. Mm -hmm. One of the worst absolutely nots in an airport that I saw most recently was on my way to Brazil in the Orlando airport. Of well, course, first of all, Florida. pause. You know how you feel about Florida. Okay, <laughs> this guy, okay keep I going. you in this, you might remember, he freaking pulled out an electric razor <gasps> and it was shaving at the freaking gate. Disgusting. 
Absolutely not. Horrifying. Anyway, Heather, I'm so excited once again for this podcast. Cannot wait. Although I did see an older woman plucking her chin hairs in, in traffic the other day, and I couldn't decide whether I was well, really she was just out or No, she was just trying to get to work, so yeah. I, I, I approve of that. Okay. Okay, Brian, I know exactly who you are, Brian. You're a doll. I do remember when you sent me that, and I was truly repulsed. If you knew what I knew about sanitation in public places like airplanes, you know, bathrooms, airports, you too would not wear flip-flops. Also, safety thing. If the plane's going down and you survive, you need a shoe with a rubber sole that's going to get you to point A to point B. Yes. Okay. If there's a fire, you're, the rubber sole will melt to your foot, but you, you do want a solid shoe. Just wear a solid shoe. If you're in an international flight and you're on the flight, what I always bring is a little pair of slides in my bag and I put on some nice compression socks that I get from Turtle Pillow, my favorite company, because you should wear compression socks if you're on a long flight. It just helps with blood flow. And then I put on a little pair of slides to walk to and from the bathroom. But if you're a grown ass man going to Barbados with just flip-flops on, even just a boat shoe, just a slide. It can be even a van slip-on. Just have a closed-toed shoe. One, for safety. Two, for sanitation. And three, because you should be embarrassed with yourself. Honestly. You know, first it starts with the flip-flops. And then next it starts with a, I didn't pick my kids up from school on time. And then the next is, you know, my meth addiction's back. There you go. That's how it starts. It's, It's a downward spiral from there. God, I need to go on the road. I need to just start preaching the good word of, maybe I become a TSA agent, but just like low key. Like I don't want to do it all the time, but I feel like I just need to regulate people before. Like, okay, you brought a weapon on the plane. That's bad. But really and truly the most dangerous thing that you could do is your outfit right now. And we need (laughs) to break that down. Sir, you're being arrested for being an asshole with flip-flops on. I was on a flight once and I got bumped up to first class because of something. I don't know why. It's like three years ago. And this woman in first class was clipping her fingernails and she was dusting them on the floor. Now, I need you to know, my parents met working at Eastern Airlines back in the 80s. And my dad was in charge of cleaning airplanes. He started as an airplane cleaner. He then moved to the lavatory chuck. So he was the man who had to suck the shit out of the airplane. And she looked at me and I said, I was like, I literally said, absolutely not. And she's like, why? Why do you care? Somebody else will clean it up. And I said, yeah, and that person used to be my dad. And that's somebody else's dad or mother or friend. That's disgusting. And the flight attendant was so happy that I went so irate on this woman. Good for you. I was just furious. I was like, who the fuck does that? Also, I have to breathe in your fingernail clippings? Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. So, um, no, that's insane. And okay, and I know what somebody's going to say. Well, I'm going to the Bahamas you still could wear a closed-toed shoe. I always have a closed-toed shoe on just because I never know when I need to move quick. You know what I'm saying? I may or may not watch some conspiracy theories. You never know when you need to just get up and go. And you can always tell that somebody's a secret service agent or their security because they have a rubber sole in their foot because mm-hmm. they too know the travel rule of thumb. If you got to move, you need to, you have a little traction on your feet. So it's, it's not just about being gross. It's also about being ready to jet set. All right, let's do, we have time for one more. I haven't, absolutely not. My friend came with her kids to visit me in Miami, and that was a month ago. And just yesterday, she told me, I'm, I finally have time to unpack. It's been a month. I told her, <laughs> absolutely not. I don't know why this has me tickled, but how many kids does she have? Well, okay, we don't know, but she said kids. Um, yeah, that's an absolutely not. 
But I feel like I'm always on the go. I just keep my bag out and then I just, I dump everything. I wash it and then I, I keep moving. Um, well, first of all, I, you clearly don't have kids. So you're already two steps ahead of the game by just like keeping your schedule open, wide open. Um, but I love that you're pissed that your friend has not unpacked. First and foremost, I really truly only wear like the same six outfits. Like I sprinkle in accessories, but if I don't unpack, like I, I'm naked, like I have nothing to wear. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm such an efficient packer that I kind of live my life now. Like I'm always on the road, even when I'm home. So I have, I mean, I have to unpack. <laughs> I, just, I just love it so much. Honestly, she's got kids and they, and you know, she went down to Miami. So, you know, this girl, let's just call her like Lindsay. You know, the mom, Lindsay was like, girl, I'm pulling out the pants, like the bell bottom pants. We're going to look cute. We are going down to South Beach. We're going to look cute. But these kids are cramping my style. Maybe call your friend and, and ask her, say, hey, can you, this is what you should do. I already figured it out. Go ahead, get a babysitter, surprise your friend and say, I've hired a babysitter for an hour. You have one hour to get your life together and unpack. I think that's a really good gift you should give your friend. Y'all are crazy. These calls were so amazing. Oh my God, what a day. Again, I adore each and every one of you. Please remember, click, subscribe, share with your friends, tell all the people in your bridge club or bunco club about it. And I will check you out on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Y'all have a great day. Love you, mean it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.